Well, our Catholic community, we've never wavered in our stance to protect the lives of the most vulnerable. That's from the moment of their conception to natural death. Oregon Right to Life works to reestablish protection for all innocent human life. And part of their work, well, that includes the annual Walk for Life in Salem, and it's coming up real soon. Now, with the recent decision by the Supreme Court on the Dobbs case, well, how will that affect this year's march? Joining me today to let us know exactly what's happening, it is the Executive Director of Oregon Right to Life, Lois Anderson. Good morning, Lois. It is great to have you again on the show. Well, good morning. I'm always happy to be here. Well, the Dobbs case, I mean, that was such a huge decision overturning Roe versus Wade. And what a huge win for the pro-life movement. Kind of tell our listeners a little bit about how you felt just kind of holding your breath and waiting as that decision was made? Well, it's interesting to think about um, this time last year when we were hopeful and anticipating, but also guarded because um, there have been times before when we anticipated uh, either overturn of Roe v. Wade, I know back in 1992 or even um, a good decision, a good pro-life decision, and we're disappointed. So I think that we were feeling both of those um, uh, emotions and had both of those thoughts. And so the the uh, wonderful celebration of one year later, knowing that um, Roe v. Wade has been overturned, that we no longer have that that weight that was on us from that from that decision, the limitations that it placed on Americans and and how we could act uh, through our elected representatives to protect protect the unborn. It's just um, every once in a while I catch myself remembering that it happened. Yeah, <laughs> and it's very it's very exciting as we lead into um, our first post row March for Life. We definitely will be celebrating that uh, there is no more Roe v. Wade. But I think it's important for us to also continue to remember that um, more than 64 million unborn babies lost their lives under Roe v. Wade. And unfortunately, there are still unborn babies that are losing their lives to abortion um, and and mothers who are making that choice and suffering the consequences from that from that decision to end the life of their child. And so uh, we will we will also have the somber moment. And no doubt things can be overcome if we join our prayers and our voices. That's exactly what you will be able to do at this year's annual Walk for Life coming up in Salem. Well, we know about the results of that case, and it did turn decisions back over to the state. Well, and now we also know our fight. Well, it does continue. So will that make a difference then? You said it will be a celebratory march, but is the focus going to still be there or in a different way? Well, um, one of one of the focuses that we will have, I mean, we are going to be at the Capitol and we will be um, joined. Our MC is a brand new uh, pro-life legislator um, from the Woodburn and Salem area. And hopefully we'll be joined by some legislators. They just started their session. Uh, so for, for many of them, they, they need to go home <laughs> for the weekend. But we hope that um, we will have some there. 
So there will be a focus on how important it is for us to continue to propose bills, to continue to communicate with our legislators how important it is to protect the unborn. That will be a part of uh, what we talk about and what we encourage people to do. We will also be focusing on how we each have an individual responsibility that while in Oregon, we will wait a while longer for those laws to pass. Um, we celebrate with states like Oklahoma and Mississippi and, and Idaho, even um, Texas, who have passed protective laws. Nebraska is about to, um, uh, they're working on a heartbeat bill. Um, we will continue to work so that Oregon will be that place in the future. In the meantime, though, um, we we have an individual opportunity within our own churches, our communities, our families to impact um, mothers who are unexpectedly pregnant and perhaps are not supported in continuing their pregnancy and choosing life for their child. Um, it's our responsibility to know where the resources are in our community. Maybe even we need to be one of those resources supporting our pregnancy centers, supporting um, housing, food banks, clothing um, swaps, all of the things that we know that that um, mothers need and also that they may be thinking about um, and maybe feeling the pressure that they don't have what it takes to raise a child. We can individually make a difference and save those lives. Well, the march is coming up very soon. Lois, tell us what do we need to know in order to join our voices together at this year's Walk for Life in Salem? Well, the band starts at 2.15. Um, you're welcome to come earlier than that. It's fun to come. We will have um, tables representing uh, pro-life groups, information from our Education Foundation, and it's uh, just a fun time to be together. Our program will begin at 2.30 where we will kick it off where we hear from um, Archbishop Sample. And then uh, we'll have speakers for a little bit less than an hour. So um, dress for varied weather. We know it's Oregon, so it can be sunny one minute and rainy the next. So we'll have the program will go for a little bit less than an hour. And then we will join together and march around the Capitol. But we do have information on our website, some maps where parking is and additional information about the program. And just come prepared to join your voices. And if you would like to bring a sign, we will have signs available. We have some sign ideas on our social media. We really ask that people um, bring encouraging, positive signs. And uh, many times we have women and men in the crowd who have been impacted by abortion. And so we want to be encouraging and loving mm. toward them and uh, also toward all of the people that are going to be seeing us, hopefully, in their cars as we march through Salem and around the Capitol. Well, it's going to be such a great day there, Lois, on Saturday, January 28th. Join your voices along with so many others and support our prayer for an end of abortion. Well, Lois, before we go, you do have a couple of other events coming up. While the March for Life is a big focus, your work continues all year long. The Together We Advocate conference is coming up along with the Launch Pro-Life Group. Tell us about both those. Yeah, we have a, a wonderful all-day conference coming up March 4th in Tualatin at Rolling Hills Community Church. 
We have a wonderful slate of speakers in our general sessions, including Dr. Delgado, who was one of the doctors that developed the abortion pill reversal treatment, which um, it can save the life of a baby even after a mother has taken the abortion pill, which is a very important information for every pro-lifer to know. And uh, just the whole day is full of workshops and a wonderful networking. So you can register, the registration is open. We have early bird registration um, happening through February 4th and it's online on our website. And then our um, applications are open for our pro-life student leadership retreat called Launch. It happens during spring breaks, the end of March. It's four days and three nights of um, training. We bring out Emily Albrecht, who is an incredible teacher and speaker from the Equal Rights Institute. And um, she spends two days with the students. We also have some field trips planned um, to a pregnancy center and the Capitol. And it's just a really great opportunity for students age 16 through 21 to be um, equipped and inspired to be pro-life leaders, not future pro-life leaders. They're already pro-life leaders. Oh. And that's the um, the intent of the retreat. I love that. They are the current pro-life leaders in the same way. They are not the future of the church. They are the now of the church. So what That's a wonderful right. opportunity for young people, again, ages 16 to 21. Well, again, as we close, Lois, I thank you for your time. Remind our listeners again of the website that's going to give them all the information for January 28th. It's um ortl.org, or if you Google Oregon Right to Life, it will pop up. If you would prefer, you can always call our office at 503-463-8563, and we would love to talk with you as well. Well, fantastic. Lois, thank you so much for your time today. The whole community, we pray for you. We pray for continued successes in the pro-life movement, and we pray for all those gathered at the Walk for Life in Salem. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. It's always a great opportunity to be on with you. And again, that is Lois Anderson. She is the executive director of the Oregon Right to Life. The march is coming up on Saturday, January 28th. I will be sure to add links that Lois was talking about, including that phone number in order to find out more details about it. You can find those links on the podcast of this interview, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.